Yo, today's QOD is you can't create a new future holding on to the emotions of the past. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got one of my favorite dudes on the whole entire earth on the show today, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I just read his most recent book, Becoming Supernatural, and it is one of my favorite books of all time. That book is so mind-blowing, you have no idea. I highly recommend it. However, I got to also recommend that before you read Becoming Supernatural, you read Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, also by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And that'll kind of give you the background information that'll allow you to read Becoming Supernatural in a way that you can fully understand and absorb it. So there's a little bit of background you got to know there. So let me tell you why I really love this clip and why I love Dr. Dispenza, because as you know, I'm a huge advocate for doing something called living in the state of the wish fulfilled. We've heard Dr. Dyer talk about it. I talk about it all the time. Bob Proctor talks about it all the time. Neville wrote about it and talked about it all the time. And when you do that, you will accomplish your dreams. But you got to be there now. You have to act as if. You must act as if. You have to think as if. You have to feel as if. You have to expect it to happen. It is done. But here's the thing. When we hear that, it can sometimes come off as kind of like a platitude, just words. And what I like about Dr. Dispenza is he presents the science, like the real research behind why living in the state of the wish fulfilled really works. I want to know the science. I like to nerd out on that stuff. And I feel like a lot of other people do. So it doesn't fall on deaf ears. And so live in the state of the wish fulfilled and listen to this clip over and over and over again. And after you listen to it, you will understand why people don't change and what you have to do in order to change. Here's Dr. Dispenza. Your brain is a record of the past. It's an artifact of all the things you've learned and experienced to this moment. So if you wake up every morning and get out of bed on the same side, shut the alarm clock off with the same finger, shuffle into the bathroom and use the toilet like you always do, go and get a cup of coffee and drink coffee out of your favorite mug, Then get in the shower and wash yourself off in the same routine way. Drive to work, get to work, see the same people that push the same emotional buttons, do the same things that you've memorized and do so well. Then hurry up and go home and hurry up and check your emails and hurry up and check your Facebook and then watch your favorite television show. Then hurry up and go to bed Here's my question. Did your brain change at all that day? We could say that you were thinking the same thoughts, 
performing the same unconscious actions, living by the same emotions, but secretly expecting your life to change. So there's a principle in neuroscience. And the principle says, nerve cells that fire together, wire together. So if you're thinking the same thoughts, making the same choices, demonstrating the same behaviors, reproducing the same experiences that stamp the same networks of neurons into the same patterns, and then produce the same emotions, you're going to hardwire your brain into a very finite signature. Because as you fire and wire the same circuits in the same way, those circuits begin to become more connected. And by the time you're 35 years old, this is science now, we become a set of memorized behaviors, unconscious habits, automatic emotional reactions, beliefs and perceptions, and even attitudes that function just like a computer program. And if you do something over and over and over again, the repetition of those actions over time conditions your body to know how to do it well, better than your mind. And a habit is when your body knows better than your mind, where you've done something so many times that the body now knows how to do it better than the brain. And so 95% of most people's behaviors, attitudes, thoughts, beliefs, emotional reactions are subconscious programs. So why is that important? Because you're here this week to learn new information. And every time you learn something new, you make new connections in your brain. That's what learning is. Learning is forging new synaptic connections. Physical evidence as a result of your interaction in the environment and the footprints of consciousness is called learning, making new connections. And the Nobel Prize laureate Kandel in the year 2000 found that when people learned one bit of information, they doubled the number of connections in their brain from 1,300 connections to 2,600 connections. But if they didn't review that information, if they couldn't repeat it, if they couldn't remember it, those circuits pruned apart in hours or days. So if learning is making new synaptic connections, then remembering is maintaining and sustaining those connections. And you were here this week to learn vital information about creating a future and be defined by a vision of the future instead of the memories of the past. Because if you are not defined by some vision that is bigger than you and you are not passionate about that vision, then you're left with the old hardware of the past in your brain and you will be predictable in your life. So would you agree then? New thoughts, new information should lead to new choices. New choices should lead to new behaviors. 
And new behaviors should create new experiences. And new experiences should produce new emotions. And those new emotions should drive new thoughts. And that's called evolution. So if your brain is a record of the past and you don't have a vision of the future, then you are living in the past. And you will never arrive at that new future. How many people understand what I'm talking about? So now, feelings and emotions are the end product of past experiences. And you can remember experiences better because you can remember how they feel. And when you're in the midst of an experience, all of your senses plug you into the environment. And as you're gathering all of this vital data from your external world, all that information rushes back to your brain and it causes jungles of neurons to organize themselves into networks. The moment those neurons string into place, the brain makes a chemical, and that chemical is called a feeling or an emotion. And once you feel that emotion, you create a long-term memory. Now reason this with me. If feelings and emotions are the end product of past experiences, and you are feeling the same way every single day, doesn't that mean nothing new is happening in your life? And if those feelings and emotions drive certain thoughts, and you can't think greater than how you feel, because you had events in your life that have branded you emotionally, and you feel sadness or guilt or shame or unworthiness or insecurity, all of those emotions are created from past experiences. And when you feel those emotions, and those emotions drive certain thoughts, and then those thoughts make certain chemicals for you to feel the same emotion, and then those emotions drive certain thoughts, the repetition of that cycle then conditions the body to memorize that emotional state better than the mind. And now your body literally is in the past. Because if you can't think greater than how you feel, then you are thinking in the past. And so most people then spend the majority of their life talking about why they never arrive at their vision of the future because of some past experience. And so if feelings and emotions are the end product of past experiences, you remember your first kiss, you remember your wedding, you remember the birth of your children, you remember catching a fish off the coast of Manzanillo with your three best friends, because you caught the fish and it was a new experience and you felt great. And then you went to the casita and you cooked the mahi-mahi and you drank Sauvignon Blanc and the wind was blowing off the sea and the sun was setting and you made a long-term memory. But you also have memories that are connected to trauma and crisis, to disappointments. And those are the memories that people remember more than anything else. 
And so if you haven't overcome some emotion that keeps you anchored to the past, then you tell a story about the past. And people say, I am this way because of this experience that happened to me 15 years ago. I am this way because of some event that happened 30 years ago. And from a biological perspective, it means I haven't been able to change in the last 15 or 30 years. And Scientific American, a prestigious magazine, says that 50% of what you talk about in your past isn't even the truth. You make it up. Because you don't have the same brain that you did 15 years ago or 30 years ago. So then your brain and body are typically in the past because thoughts are the language of the brain and feelings are the language of the body. And how you think and how you feel creates your state of being. So if you think insecure thoughts, in a matter of seconds, you are going to feel insecure. The moment you feel insecure, your brain is monitoring how you're feeling and you think more insecure thoughts, which then makes you feel more insecure. And the repetition of that cycle conditions the body to become the mind of insecurity. And then the person says, I am insecure. And whenever you say, I am anything, you are commanding your mind and body into a destiny. So then how do people change? They wait for crisis, trauma, disease, diagnosis, loss. Something has to go wrong in their life where they feel so uncomfortable that they finally make up their mind to change. And why is that? Because after the trauma or the crisis, they don't feel like of themselves. And the moment they don't feel like themselves, they could actually observe themselves. Because they're looking at themselves through the eyes of someone else. But my message is, why wait? You can learn and change in a state of pain and suffering or you can learn and change in a state of joy and inspiration. So then, if your brain is a record of the past and you are living by the same emotions that have defined you for the last 10 years, and you keep thinking the same thoughts that make the same chemicals and those same chemicals drive the same thoughts, then your body as the unconscious mind does not know the difference between an actual experience in your life that creates an emotion and an emotion that you're creating by thought alone. And so your body is believing it's in the same past experience 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and your body is programmed into the past. And you can't create a new future holding on to the emotions of the past. How many people understand what I'm talking about? 
All right, that was Dr. Joe Dispenza closing out the week. His website is drjoedispenza.com. Again, I highly recommend you go to Amazon or to your local bookstore or to qodbooks.com. Get Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself as well as Becoming Supernatural. You will not be disappointed. If you want to watch today's entire clip, it is on YouTube. Look up Dr. Joe Dispenza 2017. It is also on my website with today's post for today's episode, and it's also linked down down there somewhere below in the description. That is it for me. I hope you enjoyed this week's clips and I hope you apply them to your life. I'm out of here. I'll see you next week. Peace.